welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. So the question was put to me by a very dear friend, and he was very sincere and very, very educated. This person had three master's degrees. Very smart guy. But he asked, and he said, Hey, LA, I got a question. You're really into this Jewish background type stuff. Why is that? Why? Why is that? Why is that so, you know, important to you? And it's a valid question. You know, and part of his argument and part of his statement was that, look, he he said, look, you are not going to undo 1,500 years of theological anti-Semitism, which is negative thoughts about Jewish background and what have you. You're just not going to do that. So, why are you getting so flustered at people who just don't get it? Because you're just not going to change it. And, uh, and in a way, he may be right. He may be right. I may not be the one person that changes everybody's mind about Jewish background. But another part of this question had to do with why do you care so much? Why do you why do you get so crazy about them when when pastors you know, just start slamming Pharisees and stuff. What, you know, don't you know? It sounds to me like they had it coming. You know, and uh, so he's, he's like, "Why do you, you know, why do you get so worked up? Why do you care about it so much?" You know, um, and I had another uh, another friend say, "Look." All that Mishnah stuff, all the, the the Jewish teaching stuff they got, it's just like the Catholics. It's just like the Catholics. It's just like all their canon law and, and all the rules and regulations that the Catholics got. So I don't understand what, what you know what, what the big deal is. You know why why is it why why do you think it's such a big deal to to know Hebrew and Jewish culture and you know and and things of that nature. I don't get it. And I'll be honest, a lot of people don't get it. And I guess it congealed, it kind of solidified in my brain. You know? From this perspective. And I thought about it. And and, and this statement I'm going to share with you is just, this is it for me. And by the way, I, I don't necessarily like to use the terms Jewish roots or Hebraic renewal to Protestants. Okay? 
or evangelical Protestants. I doubt. Why is that? Why is that? Why do those terms, you know, it's because the second you mention Jewish anything to a Protestant, their brain shuts up. You can see the lights go off in their face. I mean, it's just boom, and immediately they're not listening. To, and, and now, is it true for everybody? No, it's not. But I'm going to tell you the number is pretty blooming high, in my opinion, about 80%. It's 80 to 90%. You start you start sharing Jewish stuff to to uh, an evangelical Protestant and their freaking brain shuts off. You can totally see it in their eyes because they're like, I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. Okay. So I don't use that. And and by the way, if you mention Hebrew, uh, you get the same kind of Hebrew anything, Hebraic anything immediately their brain starts boom you can just see the lights go out so uh, those two terms even though they're you know in in the terms are jewish roots and hebraic renewal even though they're very valid terms you use those to people in their brain i mean you can almost hear the click boom, goes off i have begun using a different term and this is a term for me I call it New Testament background. New Testament background. Why is that? Because everything Jewish is the background to the New Testament. And that includes the Old Testament. And by the way, that includes the Mishnah and the Talmud and all of these things. Now, I want... That sounds like I just chased a rabbit, right? I mean, I just went off into the stratosphere. So, so we're coming back to the question of, hey, why do you care? Why do you care? It doesn't mean, you know, there's a whole lot of stuff. I mean, why do you even care? And I guess it works this way. It became real to me. And I believe this is a valid question for anyone. For anyone. That if I say I have a personal relationship with Jesus the Messiah who is Jewish. And I say he is my Lord, he is my Savior, he is my Master, he is my teacher, he is my friend, he is my brother, he is everything. Why in the world? would I not want to know everything I can about that person? Why? Is there any reason I can think of? Lack of concern, care, thought and say, oh, well, you know, Jesus gave me what I got and man, I'm fine and he can just keep his stuff. That makes no sense. That absolutely makes no tripping sense. And the reason I say that is because, look, think about just, just you know, a relationship with, I mean, in, in marriage or just in dating. A lot of people get very wrapped up in each other. 
And they find out stuff about each other because they care. I want to impress this other person. If you want to start dating somebody, you know, normally you find out stuff about them. What, what do they like? What do they, you know, what do they like to do? What do they like to eat? What, you know, what's their culture like? What are they, bad? you know, are they Russian? Do they have, are they, are they Asian? Are they, you know, African? Are you, what, what's their culture like? You know, you want to find out because you care. And you care, but why do you care? Because you feel that care. And you like, man, I want to know everything. And then you get wrapped up in this other person. That's how it's supposed to be with Jesus the Messiah. I mean, now, in a, that relationship, obviously, is, is, is a little different because what is, you know, the, and this is going to sound crazy, when the relationship that you have to the ever-loving God of the universe who saved you, who came and lived and died a horrific death and rose from the dead and is coming back for you. That relationship transcends, goes beyond, above every other relationship, literally, because that one is forever. And I'm not trying to cheapen uh, the relationship that people have when they care about each other. But the, but the issue is, is our concern and care about Jesus, his background, his people, his language, his family, everything having to do with him ought to be that intense. I'm thinking. I mean, I'm just thinking. I mean, you're going to spend a lot of time. And I would challenge anyone, anyone, and I don't care how long they say they've been a believer in Jesus. I don't care how long they say they've had him as Savior. If they don't care about Jesus, learning everything you can about him and about his word, what he had to say word. I mean, you know, I mean literally. Would you care what Jesus' favorite color is? <laughs> and you say, well, no, not really. Uh, then ask yourself, do you really care about Jesus the Messiah at all? Do you really have a relationship? Because if you did, you would care. And by the way, People say, well, there's not a whole lot we can do because, you know, you know, God's his father. I get that, but guess what else? Hey, here's here's a news flash. This is going to just absolutely just knock you down. Jesus had a Jewish mom, and she wasn't God. She was a human. Wow, kicker, huh? Guess what else? Mary had people. Did you know that? She had a family. 
Yeah, in fact, I think it said she had a cousin named Elizabeth, right? Right, right. Who was from a priestly family. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Or, so, you know, that's it. <laughs> so when people stare me in the face and they tell me how much they, how much, you know, how adamant they are about, about I don't need all this Jewish stuff, I don't need all this Jews, that's a bunch of, bunch of crazy, and I like my Greek language, and I'm, and they just don't care. I'm like, what's going on in you? In some ways. Because for real, if you really, really, really care about somebody, you want to do things that make them happy. And you to do and and to do that, you want to know as much about their people, their culture, their language as humanly possible. And you know what? I suspect that if you go on that journey to find out as much about Jesus and his background and his people, which is, by the way, also the background of the entire Bible, that um, there are some very fantastic blessings awaiting you that other people are freaking absolutely going to miss because they don't care. And to me, that's just painful to see somebody absolutely cheat themselves. No, I don't want a Cadillac. I'd rather have this Honda over here. Oh, okay. Honda's a good car. But you know what? It's not like a Lincoln or a Cadillac or a Lexus. You know, some people are, no, and, and of course, somebody's out there is going to, well, then I've got some luxury cars in the, in the, okay, all right, all right, all right. So we don't have to, we don't have to run my uh, metaphor to the, to the rails. But here's the thing. Uh, it's, it's important to, to, to me for that reason, but also, what it has shown me and help me understand about the Bible. And by the way, it's also helped me memorize the Word of God and learn more about the language. You just, man, it just, it has literally been, it's almost, it's almost like I walked in a room, the dimmer switch was on one. And I could still see and everything was cool, you know, so there was light. But then all of a sudden I started getting to know Jesus so much better by learning his language, his people, his culture, his, you know. And no, I don't, and by the way, my, the friend of mine that said that he thought the Mishnah was just like canon law, no, 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 no wrong. That just tells me he, he's never read the Mishnah, he's never read canon law. But, but the issue is, and, and, and yes, um, in Orthodox Jewish thought processes, the Mishnah is as important as the Torah, which is the five books of Moses. And no, Protestants don't hold that thought process. Protestant evangelicals do not hold that thought process. I get that. But you know something? 
here this is a little little tidbit that commentary is still important why is it important because those people studied the word deeply for a long time and you know what protestants do when they need to know something they go to a blooming commentary so oh okay so so you won't read the Jewish commentary on the Old Testament, but if you get like five million, uh, uh, you know, evangelical commentaries on the Old Testament, that's that's okay. Come on, I mean, we're we're talking about pre-Jesus. We're talking about people who were brilliant in their work, who are, and and some of the things I've read in. Uh, every man's Talmud is every bit is in better than a lot of the Protestant commentaries out there. I'll be honest. I mean, I'm just saying. But here's the thing. I began to understand the word better. And it will speak to you more and more deeply. And the Spirit can work with you. Paul, in the book of Romans, said, "Is there uh, so? Is there any, you know?" He, he was mentioning, "Is there an advantage of being a Jew?" He said, "Yes, in every way." Why is that? Is that because he was saying, "Well, Jews are better than Gentiles"? That's not what his point was. His point was this: Jewish people who come to know Jesus are in the culture, in the language already. They don't have as far to go to really know some things about Jesus because he's Jewish. They already know. So you don't have as far to go when you're Jewish. Now he's not, it wasn't a matter of, oh God, because, I mean, he makes it very clear that Jews and Gentiles in Jesus are all the same. They're level, slave, free, you know, um, you know, Jewish, Gentile. The ground is level at the cross of Jesus. But the issue is, you don't have as far to go because you already know all that stuff. Why? Because you're raised learning it. So, as Gentiles, again, we should be looking at an attitude of gratitude instead of smacking people around because, because they happen to know stuff we don't. Well, golly whiz, uh, hmm, let me think. We might just study that on our own and learn it. Learn you something, you know. Learn the language. Is it easy? No, but it, but I've discovered that a lot of the best stuff isn't always easy to get. So, with that in mind, I want to encourage you on your journey to get in the Bible. Start with the Bible. And after you've done your study in the Bible, then pull in some knowledge of the Jewish culture, the language. Especially if you're looking at the Old Testament, please. Strong's Concordance got a whole section of Hebrew in there. Pull that jazz up. You'll be amazed. The language is wonderful. I mean, I think just because it's uh, it means... 
the meaning in Hebrew is so much deeper than it is because you're dealing with the translation. So anyhow, with that in mind, I want to encourage you to keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your efforts.